Again, I'm trusting and hoping that the Spirit of God makes this message alive to you because you're going to need it. You probably have already needed it. Maybe you're in the midst of needing this. But for sure, there'll be a time when you will. Title of the message is, Don't Let the Enemy Steal Your Praise. Don't let them. Don't let the enemy steal your worship and thanksgiving and praise to Almighty God. You and I are too much of an outward people. If bills are paid, situation is good, it's not raining, grass is cut, you're happy. God is wonderful. You're wonderful, Lord. Any kind of something goes on, and we lose that. Praise, worship, and thanksgiving is powerful. Powerful to keep your mind stayed upon God. Powerful medicine. More than any man can put in a little bottle and a little pill. Powerful. It'll give you peace. It'll give you hope. It'll take you places that no car or airplane can. Don't let the enemy steal your praise. First Chronicles 29.10 Wherefore, David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever and ever and ever. David gave praise and thanksgiving to his God before the congregation. Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, forever and ever and ever. You should be able to say that this morning, no matter what's going on. No matter if Goliath is waiting for you right out in the parking lot. David blessed the Lord before all the congregation. And David said, Blessed be thou, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever and ever. You should be able to do that. You should be doing that even now. Lenny, great to have you back. Take us before the Lord. Okay, before I get in, I'm just going to tell you right up front, I hate vacations when you're on i love it when i'm on just wanted to clear that up this summer all right glory let's get serious verse 10 again wherefore david blessed the lord before all the congregation and david said blessed be thou lord god of israel our father forever and ever listen thine O lord is the greatness and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is Thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and Thou art exalted as head above all. Man, I don't know how you can just read that and stay lukewarm. I mean, it's just exciting to read that. Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee, and thou reignest over all. And in thy hand is power and might, and in thy hand it is to make great and to give strength unto all. Now therefore, now therefore, our God, we thank Thee and praise Thy glorious name. 
name. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. A lot of your wood's wet this morning. You've had a lot of rain. Spiritual rain soaking that wood. I, you ought to just read that. Go home and read it. Don't muse over it. Don't chew over it. Open up your Bible and read it out loud as you walk. If you can do that five times and not be moved, you need to come back to the altar. You just have to be. I mean, this is exciting to read that this is my God. When I start reading this, I start thinking, yes, all right, He can, He can, He can. He can do something with me. I know I'm a lump and I'm a bum, but God can. It's all His. It's all His. Thine, Thy glory, Thy majesty, Thy power. Everything is God. Thy victory. How can you read that? You say, yeah, huh? cool. Apparently we can. Apparently we can. Psalms 98.1. You know the Psalms in the Word of God were all songs. You sang these Psalms. In the Word of God. Oh, sing unto the Lord. Not just in church or not just because He picks a song. Sing unto the Lord. Sing unto God. Sing to the Lord. Sing unto the Lord. I think, I can't remember this. I might be wrong. It could be close. You'll figure it out. One of the Valentine's dinners or maybe it was something like that. I remember I think it was Don sang to his wife. Was that true? Or was that just with us? You remember that? He sang. He didn't get up and sing to everybody. I love you. He sang to his wife. Sing unto the Lord. Just don't sing. Focus on God. Make your attention and love towards Him as you sing unto the Lord and praise and worship will be a million times better than what you're doing. Sing unto the Lord a new song, for He hath done marvelous things. Marvelous things. Absolutely wonderful things. His right hand and His holy arm hath gotten me the victory. The victory. Listen, this is essential. We're living in wild, crazy times. Don't let the enemy steal your thankfulness, your song, and your praise. Don't let them. He's out to do it. The thief, the creep, he's slithering around and he's out to take your praise, your thankfulness, and your song to God. So you'll be a do-nothing. So you'll be a moper and a moaner and a complainer. Oh yeah. Psalms 137.1 says, and this is what we do, By the rivers of Babylon, there we sat down, and yea, we wept when we remembered Zion. We hanged our harps upon the willows in the midst thereof. They were having difficult times, and when they should have cranked the praise up, they turned it off. They hung the harps up and wept and cried, Woe is me in us! No one has it as bad as me! Oh, if you only knew! Hang the harps up in the willow. For there, listen, they were carried away. There was difficult times. It was a hard time. Carried us away captive. Required of us a song. And they that wasted us require of us mirth. Sang, sing! Sing us one of those songs of Zion. How shall we sing the Lord's song in a strange land was their answer. How shall we do this when everything we thought and everything we hoped for seems to be falling apart? How shall we do this? You sing by faith! That's how you do it. You praise God by faith. You worship Him from obedience to Almighty God who He is. 
Yeah. Yeah, I knew Sunday was, this was going to be a barn burner. It should be. I know us. I know us. When I sit there out there like you and someone else is up here, I have clam disease. I do too. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. It, it's weird. It's, I don't know if it's, it's weird. I don't know if it's American weirdness or church disease. I don't know what it is. Now, I don't want you to be goofy and stupid, but I want you to understand who we serve and the power that's in it and how you will be elevated to levels you've never even seen or touched yet simply by praising God and worshiping Almighty God. I'm telling you, we're crazy. Don't let the enemy steal your praise. Isaiah 12, 1 says this, and in that day, whatever that day is, a bad day, a horrible day, horrible news, this just happened, doctors said, jobs said, in that day, in that day, it says, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise thee. I will praise you, God. I will give you glory. I will worship you. I will thank you. In that day, O Lord, I will praise thee. Though thou wast angry with me, thy anger is turned away, and thou comfortest me. Behold, listen, God is my salvation. He is. He is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. Oh, it's easy to trust when the flowers are growing and everything's happening, the bills are paid, and the kids are getting your slippers and all that kind of... Oh, it's God's wonderful. You know that's just for a little bit of time in this walk. If you were to walk this walk when the clouds are coming and the lightning's going and your money's just changing the pocket, and you still say, Lord God, Jehovah, You are my strength. You are my song. You are my salvation. I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid. And you have to speak that stuff out at times because you need to hear it. Hearing the Word of God produces faith in you. Don't just... Say it out. Thine is the glory. Thine is the kingdom. Thine is the power. Thine is the magic. God, You are the victory one. Instead of just moaning and complaining, the enemy's got you. He's got you cuffed and stuffed. He does. On that day, thou shalt say, O Lord, I will praise Thee. Though Thou wast angry with me, Thy anger's turned away, and now You comfort me. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, for the Lord Jehovah is my strength, my song. Listen to this. He also is become my salvation. He not only is my salvation, He has become my salvation. He is my all in all, he's saying the psalmist. My all in all. These are divinely inspired by God as some psalmist sitting in his woe and crying and tears starts playing this stuff. God has given it to him. We love, oh, we love to mope and complain. We're gold medalists. Sadly. Someday you might win the actual gold medal when I decide to give it up. You might come first when I stop being a moaner and a complainer. Verse 3 says this, Therefore with joy shall you draw waters out of the wells of salvation. Where is that joy in the house of God? Where is that joy in the people of God? Where is that joy that the world's running around spending billions on pornography, illicit sex, and then having abortions, running from club to club to club, swap this, swap that, find that, do this, trying to find some type of joy. What they're supposed to do is just look at you. 
as you draw joy by the wells of salvation of knowing God. It is powerful. This praise and worship and thankfulness. And you go to the job on my Monday. Everybody hates my salt mines. Back to the salt mines. You want to be a testimony to God? Just go and work on Monday whistling. You don't have to have Jesus glowing buttons. Just whistle. So what's up with you? Seriously, we live in this type of day and age where you just, man, you just smile. You've got something that people don't have anymore. In that day, verse 4 says, shall you say, praise the Lord. Call upon His name. Declare His doings among the people. Declare them. Make mention that His name is exalted. Verse 5, sing unto the Lord, for He hath done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Look at 6. Cry out and shout! Don't tell me you don't like to cry out and shout. It's just a matter of what temple you're in. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen you. When Adam was younger and we'd go to his football games, i seen you. You church people sit there with half-gallon jugs of empty milk with rocks in it going <laughs> wearing big old pictures of who you're rooting for all over the place on your hats all over shaking cowbells and you sit here like what do you want from us do we have any face painters in here has been to ball games with your face painted thanks for being honest dude i mean seriously it, You've seen the, the the guys, right? Well, we're too cold. That's not man. Yeah, yeah. Come on. I've seen your big old bear belly hanging out at a ball game. Millions of people during the Super Bowl with your team's name spelled on all the big bellies. And you come here and you can't praise God. No. It's just a matter what temple you're in. you got a better relationship with the Buckeyes than you do Almighty. Or the dude that drives to the left all the time. Whatever their, you know, M&M car, Pennzoil car, whatever they are. Whatever they are. Hundreds of thousands go there. They can't hear you. They could care less about you. And you scream till you have no voice. Wear all their emblems. You guys probably didn't like that little video, did you? You probably think, yeah, Pastor, you probably never played nothing in your life. I lived, eat, and breathed sports. It was my idol. Oh, we have temples. Oh, yes. You cry out and shout, thou inhabitants of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in the midst of thee. In the midst of thee. You'll cry out someday. Psalms 96.1 says this, Oh, sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord. All the earth, sing unto the Lord. Bless His name. Show forth His salvation from day to day. Declare His glory among the heathen, His wonders among all people. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is to be feared above all gods. Greatly to be praised. How many men tonight want to put their bare bellies out with me or Holy Ghost bellies out with me and say, spell Jesus. Come on, we'll do it tonight! Holy Ghost bellies, I meant. Used to be a beer belly. I'll admit to that. Come on, man. Don't let the enemy steal your praise. 
even the guys on the field who's getting thumped and beat up and all that stuff really don't care about you. And at inches away and minutes or whatever, what are they doing as they home they look to the home crowd? What do they do? Come on, give us some help here. Jeepers, jeepers. They need to preach in this church. Sometimes in your life, true, this is true, everything, everything falls apart. Everything just seems to spin out of control, comes tumbling down around you. How do you respond? How do you? How do you respond? God has not guaranteed you a life of wonderfulness, bowls of cherries and all that little stuff and picking posies and every time you get to the last daisy, He loves me. He didn't do that. He didn't guarantee you that. What did He tell you? In this world, but cause let's just not be parakeets where I start the sense and you be of because he has overcome the world. get that in your heart the parakeet just repeat you don't think he's going to say one day hey Mike Ross how you doing man? what's going on how's work parakeets you don't have that ability you can just say hello something like that's what we're like when we don't have this stuff in our it's a tinkling sound and a sounding brass and a simple thanks God's not moved or stirred by it Come on, you got to make this your absolute life. You got to cry out and shout. You got to get up. You got to shake the dust off yourself and say, Man, look who I believe. He's great. He's wonderful. He's majestic. He's powerful. He's awesome. He gives me the victory. You've got to do that stuff. You absolutely have to. It's absolutely powerful. Acts 16 18. In this did she many days. Paul's walking and got this just magpie behind just yelling and moaning and contradicting all this kind of stuff that Paul's attempting to do. And this day she did uh, many days, but Paul being grieved turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that same hour. A wonderful thing, you would think. And when her master saw that the hope of their gain was gone, they caught Paul and Silas, drew them into the marketplace unto the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. People aren't going to love you because of Jesus. They're not going to love you when you do good things because of Jesus. They're not. They're not. I was preaching away, and some girl who was shacking up with some guy started to get stirred by God, started to get saved by God, and her live-in started looking with me with a pistol in his pocket. He's not going to say, Oh, thank you for saving her. They're not going to like you. They're not. I don't, I don't know what. The Bible tells you to what? Beware when everybody likes you. You just preach Jesus and they're not going to like you. So when our master saw it, that their gain was gone, they cut Paul and they thumped him in the jail. They're teaching customs which are not lawful. This is all lies for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. And a multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. American Christianity will be going, oh, any minute now, God's going to come through. Any minute, God's going to kill them all. No, they got beat. Beat with stripes, many stripes. And the multitude rose up together against them, rent off their clothes. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in stocks after being beaten. And at midnight, at midnight, 
Paul and Silas prayed. And then they sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. Come on, you dudes! Men! Come on! Two men! Two grown men in the pen! You can't sing here. You're not going to sing. Two grown men in the penitentiary with them all around them started to sing, Jesus loves me. I don't know what they sang. Men, come on, play the man. Stand up and worship God and give Him praise and glory. Remember that that one little guy we had preach here years ago? He was um, ahead of some big old motorcycle gang. Barry, Barry Mason. You remember him? Anybody remember him? He's about this big. I mean, they all come little. They just did. This guy was little. Coming up to me and he was talking about going into the prisons and talking to big, huge guys who got muscles all over the place. And he's looking at him and said, you think you're so bad? And he had his big Bible with him. You remember the story or not? I do. I'll never forget it. I mean, this guy's got guns like this. You think you're so bad? And he stuck the Bible. Walk across the yard with that under your arm. Come on, man. Let's not be men by birth only. Let's stand up and lead the way. Lead our women into praise and worship and glory. Look, check out our men's choir. I, I didn't care what note they sang. I told them that. Men, you remember that? You ask any men on it. I didn't care. We didn't rehearse. We, I mean, we practiced, but we're like, okay. And I didn't care if they knew what C meant, B meant. I think we had 45, 50 guys that were trying to practice, and I held up sheet music, and I said, who wants sheet music? Two guys raised their hand. One guy says, I don't know what those squigglies mean. Okay, that's, that's fine. I'm fine with all that. And I turned around and looked at them. I said, look, just belt it out! Because there's something about men's voice when they sing praises to God and glorify God. Oh my gosh, if we'd have been 45, 2, 5, I don't know how many we had up there. We sound like mice during practice. And some of you that happened to be in here because you were waiting to practice after us thought, this is horrible, horrible. But because of their courage and stood up and played the part of a man, God did something. And we sounded like some orchestra of guys who knew what we were doing. That's God doing that kind of stuff. There's something about praising God. These two grown men in the prison. Tattoos all over these guys. Barbells all over. And they start standing up singing. You're so bad? Stand up and sing praises to God. Worship Almighty God with all your heart. Absolutely. And suddenly, it says, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prisons were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bands were loose. There's something about praising God. I'm telling you, suddenly you're going to be set free. Suddenly the foundations are going to shake. You're not really going to care about jail things clanging behind you. Suddenly through singing, God gave them victory. Through singing and giving praise. That's why the enemy knows it's so powerful. You start to worship and praise God. Faith will start to build up. And you'll look like those prisoners, but the spiritual man of God. You'll start being full of faith. And he knows that happens. So he tries to rob you of your praise and thankfulness and your singing. He tries to rob your worship. Ephesians 5.19 tells us, speaking to yourselves in psalms. Get in them. Read them out loud. 
Usually they all start out, woe is me, and end up wonderful as God. It's the way we are. Speaking to yourself in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Something awesome and powerful about this. Giving thanks always for all things unto God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Look, you got to believe the Word of God. Care what you feel like, believe the Word of God. I told you before and I'll tell you again. Okay, Ruth made spaghetti the other day and I was, lots were coming over, but I had to eat before. And so as I'm eating, I'm getting my iPhone and I'm putting on my Italian music. It's true. I don't know why you don't like the time. So, but listen to me. Listen, listen. If I play that too much or too long, it's not too far down the road. I get a, and I'm like, okay, God, I get it. I understand. Because when I play it and listen to it longer and longer, I start to change. You talking to me? Now wait, wait. I'm making a point. I'm making a point. Because music is powerful. It changes you. So when you give God the glory and the praise, your majesty, your wonderful, the victory, the power, something happens. God starts saying to you, you talking to me? They say, yes, I am, God. I'm talking to you. The one who gives me the victory and the power and the might. Oh, it changes you. If you would just do it. Just praise God, not just sing. I said, sing unto the Lord. Come with the attitude tonight. If you're blue this morning, come with the attitude tonight. I don't care what they play. I don't care who's singing. I'm going to praise my God. Oh, yeah. Colossians says this, verse 3, verse 16, chapter 3, verse 16. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. Listen, now look. You have to let this in you. I'm giving you the Word. I'm giving you Scriptures. Take the papers and make copies. Look them up yourself. You have to let this come in you. Let it. Permit it. I don't. Not doing that. That's not me. I'm not like that. Come on. You are so. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts, to the Lord. Ooh, ooh, I want to sing. I want to sing. I want to sing it. So I want to pepper and I want to sing. You want to sing to the Lord? You want to sing to them? Sing to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word or do, deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Worship is wonderful. Worship is powerful. Worship can be stirring. Worship can be inspiring. Worship can be militant. Worship can be exciting. Worship can be moving. I believe! Through worshiping and praising and giving thanks to God. Exodus 15. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. Thrown the horse and the rider into the sea. 
Oh, absolutely. I don't know if they do the Cleveland Indians game or the Atlanta Braves game. Oh, 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 who's done it? I love it when they do that. I want to run out there and put a uniform on and say, come on, I'll hit one. You get 80, 90, 100, 50,000, but not here because we're worshiping. The Lord is my strength and my song is become my salvation. He's become. God needs to become your salvation. He is my God. I will prepare for Him a habitation. My Father's God and I will exalt Him. Strong, spontaneous praise stirs faith to believe in the impossible. To just believe. You can come in here and for whatever reason we just decide to turn it up and praise God, you can leave believing. Nothing's changed. Situation's the same. <laughs> I just came. Rocky Belbo, Can't help it. And Clubber Lang. That's what his name was. First fight. Rocky's, everything's brewing. Everything's messed up. His manager's back there dying. Mick! Remember? Yeah. Clubber Lane. You know, what do you predict? Predict pain. Right? Rocky's looking at him. Right? You remember? And he gets thumped and he's done in one round. And then all of a sudden he has this transformation. Okay? That's what the enemy does. He comes and thumps the heck out of us. And then there you go. You're, you're not going to get around this. You've got to go in the center of the ring with them. And Clubber Lane looks at him again. They're looking at each other. Going, Bust you up. Which Rocky go? Go for it. Clubber Lane goes, It's not the same wimp I just. He knew something was up already. Ralphie. He knew something was different inside of this guy because he just said, Go for it. And that's what you got to do. Your strength and your power comes from God. And when the enemy calls you into the center of the ring, you say, look, you come with me with all your might, all your muscles, all your swords. I come to you in the name of the Lord. Go for it. Same guy, same muscles, same ability, same talent. This time he thumped them. Because of God. That's what God wants you in praise, not just singing. All right. Nehemiah 12. I've worked on these names all week, but I've blown them, don't tell me. And Mashiach, and Shemaiah, and Eleazar, and Yuza, and Jehoahan, or something like that, and Melchizedek, and Elam, and Ezer, and the singers sang loud! Sang loud! Man, when we do any kind of program, you got them little kids, what do you tell them all the time? Bell it out. Bell it out. Sing it out, too. And you're going through all these 59 months of practice and, and you're talking. You got the big, huge mic, looks like a bowling ball in front of your face, and we still can't hear you. You've ruined the whole thing. We don't hear the message. We don't know what's going on. He said, these guys, all these guys and the singers sang wow. They belted it out for God. Also, that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced. This is what's cool. For God hath made them rejoice with great joy. And it goes like this. The wives also and the children's rejoice. And the wives are leading us. 
Not here they didn't. These dudes sang loud. Well, I'm a truck driver. I'm tough. I don't do that. They did. And God moved. And God shook the earth. And God set the bonds free. We've let the enemy steal our praise and worship. Even in this house. Even now. When I listen to you. Also that day they offered great sacrifices and rejoiced, for God hath made them rejoice with great joy. The wives also and the children rejoiced, so that the joy of Jerusalem was heard even afar off. Doing it out of sincerity, not out of show. I remember Ruth, I told you this story a long time ago. Ruth and I still remember we were in Ashland, Virginia, and Jason was a baby, I think. That's how long ago it was. We were trying to find this certain preacher I liked, and he ended up being a camp meeting somewhere in Ashland, Virginia. And we finally got off the main road, turned on the road to the camp meeting, and we could hear a roar in the distance. And we didn't go, this bunch of idiots, they're crazy. No, it did this to us. We couldn't wait to get there. And they were just lost in praise and open air, tabernacle, no walls, no nothing. Everybody who brought a carpet just threw it down. That's all. Wasn't run, didn't have the stripes on the front, and they were just lost in worshiping God. Whew, it was powerful. It really was. 1 Samuel 4 5 says this New Living Translation. When all the Israelites saw the ark of the covenant of the Lord coming into the camp, their shout of joy was so loud it made the ground shake. You're at a ball game. I've seen this done in football games. Everybody does their feet on the bleachers. It's just, man, it's just vibrating. There's no way we can lose this game. You ever done that here? You ever been so excited? You had to pound something? Let's stand. And all the Israelites saw the ark of the covenant of the Lord coming into the camp. Their shout of joy was so loud it made the ground shake. The enemy comes with all his stuff and tries to kill the praise out of you. He does it through troubles and trials and tribulations and problems and this broken, that broken. By the way, the job and the doctor called in and you don't want to sing for nothing. And so the enemy goes, sing for me one of them songs. Sing. And you're looking, you don't even know where your harp is anymore. Where did I put that? Somewhere in the midst, it says, you hung the heart up. Well, we're going to give you opportunity today. As we read the scripture, we're going to start this song. Excellent. I'll shout. It says, you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that you should show forth the praises of Him who hath called you out of darkness into His marvelous light, which in times past were not a people, but are now the people of God, which hath obtained mercy. But now have you have obtained the mercy now, God says. Your God is holy. 